You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to the King of All Kings Podcast. J Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. Yes, sir. You already know the vibes. It's J Street vibes right here on your airwaves. Kenny Caraway, Jason Jones, the man himself. What's going on with you, Jay? Not much. You know, uh, the football team I grew up rooting for decided to go lose oh. to a guy who was on Get Up like oh. earlier. Um I was, you know, my college football team firing the offensive coordinator and the O-line coach before the season's over. Then didn't the basketball team lose to, like, holy names or something like that? UC Davis, the basketball team. Jeez. Yeah, so pretty much, you know, and what's going on with the the Lakers, you know, need not be repeated. So (laughs) pretty much, you know, the sports world sucks for me right now. I've been there. I've been there. I know how it is. I know how it is. Usually, Jason, when I talk about the sports world sucking for me, a lot of that has to do with what's going on with my basketball team, the Sacramento Kings. But it's not really that bad right now. No. no. Crazy thing. It's not bad that right now. Kings, six and six at 500 after their 122. The 115 win over the Golden State Warriors on Sunday night at the Golden One Center. And yeah, I'm I'm feeling all right about this team right now. I feel all right. I feel as all right. You should, as you should. I mean, what four wins in the last six games, you know? De'Aaron Fox out there doing what he does, and then you're starting to get contributions from everybody else. Yeah. You start to get that random, we don't know who the other guy's gonna be, but someone shows up and helps out. Yeah. So yeah, you got you know. I mean, on Sunday, I'm thinking, oh, man, they gave up Daniel 40 in the first quarter. It might be one of them nights again. They, they figured it out, you know, and, you know, and the Warriors put that run on. They like to put on teams, and they answered mm-hmm. it. They stopped it. it. You know, that run didn't go from a lead to a 10-point hole like it came no. with the Warriors. So, no. Yeah, that's it. You got plenty of reason to feel good. I mean, I think some of the some of your friends in the fan base are going a little too far now. Beating the <laughs> Lakers ain't what it means like it used to mean, you know. that you know letting that team shoot 50 percent of most from three is nothing to be bragging about yeah well they look they 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 gonna do that it feels like against the the kings every time i mean that's just what the warriors do they feel comfortable going up against the kings but Mm -hmm. this is a third well this was the third time that these these two teams had squared off already this year and one of the things that i like seeing 
in this matchup, which is a bit of a litmus test. Like you said, the Warriors aren't playing at a championship level right now, but it's the the Warriors, they still got Steph Curry. You know, they still got that man number 30. You know what I mean? So there's that. In that other game they played, that team is just terrible. So, I mean. They ain't got it. Clay In this game on Sunday, though, Clay started to wake up a little bit. Um, (laughs) But one, one of the things that's happened in those three games is the Kings have 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 I say they haven't blinked each time they've played them. You know, yeah, they haven't closed the game out the second time or the first time they, you know, got off to a slow start. This last time, though, the Warriors tried to put that same pressure on them, sort of sort of sort of take them into the deep waters. This mm-hmm. time the Kings were ready to swim. They didn't blink. The Air Fox went right back at them. Um, DeMontis Sabonis went right back at him. Kevin Herter did the same thing. Keegan Murray with big games. And that's that's a sign of growth to me, you know, with this team. That's a that's a sign that, you know, they're, they're starting to, number one, feel good about themselves, but also maybe learn from mistakes of the past. And when I talk about just this this season in particular. Yeah, I mean, it helps seeing that, you know, seeing a team three times that can what it feels like a week. It wasn't a week, but right. <laughs> it feels right. like they've played it's them in a week. Yeah, it feels like they played them eight times already this season, you know. But I think that that definitely does help. And like to me, the 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 thing I liked the most from the Kings was the, just the resilience. That when they when when the Warriors said, "Here we come," they said, "Okay, we you know we see you, but we raise you. You know, we'll, we'll see your you know your stuff. You know, three point onslaught in the fourth. We'll mm-hmm. raise you with some some bonus putbacks and you know, De'Aaron getting into the paint and." What I liked about De'Aaron's game that game was the numbers weren't like incredibly splashy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a 35 point game, but he figured out, okay, they need me now. Yeah. I'm gonna go get a bucket. Yeah. And it was it was the timing of it. You know, some guys can get big numbers, but the points come when you're already down 20. Then you're like, well, then you and it's like a false positive. It's like, well, yeah, he had 30, but you know most of those points could have came when the game was out of hand. He made sure his points mattered, especially in that fourth quarter. Yeah, and he's been doing that all year long. One of the uh, – I forgot the stats that we had on the show earlier today, but Will Z broke down some of the stats. You know, in clutch minutes and clutch times, it was something ridiculous. Like he's shooting like 60% from the field, 54% from three, you know, and, and one of the, the, the top crutch time players in the league so far this year. And it matches up with what we've been seeing. I mean, we could even take it back to Friday and what he did against the Lakers on Friday night when, you know, that was – it wasn't – like you said, he had 32 points. That's a lot of points. I'm not dismissing that. Oh, but yeah. it's it's uh, it was one of the best performances I've seen from him as far as being poised, being under control. He's at that point right now, Jason, where – he can get to his spot and get whatever shot that he wants whenever he wants to. You know, he knows his spot is that mid-range area, that 15 to 18 feet away. And he gets there and he elevates and shoots with supreme confidence anytime he wants to. And we saw that on full display to go back in time a little bit with what we saw on Friday against the Lakers. Yeah, and you talk to a lot of coaches you know, around the league, they'll tell you, you know, throw out a guy like you know, can't like Steph is like a freak of nature, but mm-hmm. your great players can dominate that mid range area mm-hmm. because they're going to chase you off that line. If you're a good shooter, they're not letting you get to the rim. Yeah. And I know people talk about the mid range shot is not a good shot. It's not, you know, the analytics say it's not a great shot, but as one coach told me, it's not a great shot for a bad player. 
<laughs> he said, no. He said, because, well, they're not good. He said, you're great. Feast there. And look at some of your, your, your great perimeter players over the last 20, 30, 40 years. MJ feasted in that area. Mm. You know, because it, it puts so much pressure on the defense. Well, you know, you know, Kobe lived there. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're, when you're thinking Kawhi would, would go to work in that. Yeah, that Kawhi would go to work right from there. KD can post up in that mid post range. You know, mm. you know, great players can dominate from there. And I, that's what I like about it too, is just that we're not gonna let you get to the rim. Okay, that's fine. He had like that that fadeaway against the Lakers. I'm just like, mm. damn. I mean, you know. If he's going to be hitting you with those, <laughs> you just got, you know, you got a problem. Yeah. You know, never mind if they, you know, the Lakers were out there with me playing the two, you know, part of the game. <laughs> the ironic thing about that is the Lakers played well that night. I thought, you yeah. know, a lot of people looked, oh, how, how can you let the Lakers hang with you? I mean, Russ played really well. Monty Walker played well. AD played well. I thought the Lakers played well that night. And the Kings, they didn't play great defense. And that was a little frustrating to watch. But, um, you know, the Lakers the Lakers stepped up to the plate that night with LeBron out. I mean, yeah, but still. I mean, that was a two-week team when you went in there. <laughs> and, you know, then until they started throwing up threes at the end, they were shooting 50 for th- from three. To me, the, still the scary thing about the Kings is that when you defend how they've defended most of this season, mm-hmm. no one, everyone feels like they're still in the game. They're like, mm-hmm. we're going to get, we're going to get looks. Yeah. You know, and I would love, you no, know, I was looking at the stats from the first 10 or 11 games, you know, this, the, the field goal percentage they allow is too high. And you can't give up overall and three being the bottom two or three in the league. But, right. you know, like I said, it's 12, we're 12 games in and, you know, I think the fact they're trending in the right direction helps. And you just hope if, you know, from their perspective that you start to figure out, okay, maybe they're the lineup they can go to. I mean, now we're seeing, you know, Mezzi playing a lot more. Mezzi wasn't in the rotation a week and a half, two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, you you, you know, maybe they'll figure some things out. But, I mean, to go from 0-4 to 6-6, and you know, that's, that, that's a good spot for them to be in right now. And then you got Brooklyn coming in who – couldn't even beat the got blown out by you know the second worst team in the Western Conference, the LA Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you don't, you know, and Kyrie won't play again. You know, that, you know, uh, who knows what? I mean, I haven't looked at that rest of the injury report. What's going on with Ben Simmons? Still got KD. KD's KD, and he makes everyone's defense look as bad as it's KD. Yeah. But the Kings are, I mean, the Kings are in a good spot. I think. I think De'Aaron's playing at a good level. The key for De'Aaron is that we've seen him have like these good two week stretches. Mm. I want to see a good two, three month stretch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen him, you know, have a good stretch, get player of the week. You know, they'll win four or five in or whatever, six or seven. You know, they'll have a stretch like this. Yeah. You know, I want to see how he's playing when not after a game 25. Right. You know, not that he has to be at 30 points a game, you know, but. Just can he just continue to be impactful? And I, so far, I don't see any sign that he won't be impactful. He's been aggressive every game I've seen. I mean, I, there hasn't been a game where I say, "Oh God, did De'Aaron even play?" <laughs> you know. So I mean, they're I think they're in a good spot right now. Things are you know they, they seem to be figuring things out. I like the fact that Mike Brown can kind of pick and choose depending on the opponent. Mm-hmm. You know, 
a Terrence Davis may not play one night, then he may get 20 minutes the next night. Yeah. So, yeah. And when you get good buy-in, you know, you start to get that buy-in, you can do things like that. And it helps when you're winning too. I mean, it's, you know, it's guys that going to moan and complain when you're losing, but if you're winning, you may not be happy, but you'll at least shut up. Right. Right. They, um, I agree with everything you said, uh, there entirely but also the defensive thing right like i'd like to see them defend a little bit better i think they're you know one of the bottom teams in the league in defense and we talked about De'Aaron fox in 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 crunch time and his numbers well in those same crunch time moments i think they're like one of the worst defensive teams in basketball so they've got to they've got to improve um on those things but i will say this as we speak right now recording this on a monday night I'm I'm old school, Jason. You know, I know you got your your poor 36s and the offensive rating and per 100 possessions. Look, I understand. I'm not disparaging that or anything, but I'm old school, right? I'm just looking at points per game, okay? And right now, they're top five in the league, averaging 116 points a night. Um, top five, number five in the league. And, and they're also top three. They're tied for second with Boston, shooting 48% from the field. And those are things to be honest with you, Jay, that I look at this team. I don't think it's going to change. Like, I think this is, they score. They've got scores on here. I I think that's essentially who they are. They can get better on the defensive end. And if those two match up, we we may be cooking with grease as Mark Jones would say. Yeah. They're going to have to get better defensively just because it's good. You know, with the way they play, you know, think back to like, say those, around that we believe era warriors where they were so fun to watch because they had so many guys who could score but everyone in the league said i can't wait to play the warriors because we're gonna get up a hundred and something you know <laughs> we're gonna get up we're gonna get our points too i remember yeah. one, one year yeah guys would be like oh we're playing the warriors they don't play no defense it's gonna be fun <laughs> and what you don't want is guys to come in thinking you know what yeah they, we're gonna give up some points but we for sure gonna get ours too so we're gonna mm-hmm. have a ball game and you know, I the to me the, uh, the you know you look at the stats. The the one that concerned me the most with them is the amount of points in the paint they give up. Mm. To me, that's that you know though they're you know at one point I mean I was looking at this about a week ago they were giving about fifty five points a game in the paint, but they were only they were like tops in the league in fewest fast break points allowed. Mm. So that means teams are breaking you down in the half court and getting what they want. Yeah. And that's to me, that's going to be if you look at all the numbers, you know, you look at, you know, three point percentage overall field goal percentage. To me, you got to get that points in the paint thing, because what happens in crunch time is if teams that they can get to the bucket on you in crunch time, mm-hmm. no one's scared. Mm-hmm. Like, OK, well, yeah, it's a close game. We're getting to the, you know, because what that also means is that if you're not getting to the rim, you're probably going to get to the line in those situations. Yeah. And so you want to try to shut that down, but I mean, just may it just may be a thing with who they are because Sabon, no one's going to con- confuse Sabonis with the Kimbe Mutombo or Mark Eaton or Rudy Gobert. No one's going to confuse him with those guys. <laughs> you know, they don't have a guy they can just plug in there and say we're going to shut the paint down. All right. So it just may be a thing where you say, you know what? Maybe you get to get you know instead of giving up fifty five, you give up fifty. You know. You figure something out, but yeah, that's to me. That's you know when I've when I see those those high paint paint those those paint numbers going up, it's just like 
you can't you, you can't be a team that's scoring a lot but also giving up a lot of easy easy ones another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know what that tells me too, Jason, is um, because you're right. That's not, they don't have the rim protector um, in the middle right now. But that tells me they got to step up their, their defense on the perimeter. You know, like just because you don't have a rim protector, that's not a good excuse to be like, well, I guess we're just not going to be good defensively. Hey, help Sabonis out. Keep people out yeah. of the paint. You know what I mean? Don't, don't let don't let these point guards and, and these wings get paint touches that way and, and try and do a better job on the perimeter. And that's on, you know, the Foxes and the Herders and Harrison Barnes and Keegan Murray and guys like that. Hey, make a wall. All right, help help your guy out a little bit. Just like on the flip side, if you guys weren't good and he was a good rim protector, he'd be helping you out a little bit. Help him out. Don't put him in those type of positions. So, um, yeah. help yeah. the helper. If they say help the helper. That's you what know, it is. You know, if you if 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 you see that man's helping, be ready to rotate. You yeah. know, don't, you know, just don't get caught staring. Going, you know, and the worst thing you can do with a defense is when you say, "Well, I had my guy, but it's like no." <laughs> You got to keep it. It's got to be constant. And twelve games in, I didn't expect the team that's been bad on defense as long as they were to turn it around in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So two or three weeks. I mean, the, what helps? They're winning, and I think you know as they kind of figure things out, their style of play, their pace can make teams maybe take some. Un- you know, one thing you do see too is that when you're playing a team like this, guys will start taking bad shots. So they'll be like, oh, okay. Oh, we got we getting up and down. All of a sudden, you got guys who have no business shooting three, shooting. You know, yeah. maybe you can lull some teams into into some bad shots like that. I mean, there's there's several ways to do it. So, yeah. again, they won four or six. So, I mean, I'm not going to sit up here and act like they're you know, <laughs> just you know, getting you know, giving up 140 a night. But <laughs> it's definitely got to. It's definitely got to get. It's, it's going to have to get better eventually because it's going to be nice that those shots don't fall. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jason, we're going to take a quick break. When I come back, well, I live here. You, 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 you weren't ready for this, but I know you'll be ready to talk about it because you just, you're the professor. That's what you do. I want to talk to you a little bit about De'Aaron Fox off the court and some of the news that he made off the court. So we'll get into that. Jason Jones, Kenny Carraway, J Street Vibes. We'll be right back. 